Welcome back to another episode of So Talk to Me. Hi. Hey. We're 97 episodes in. That's fun. That's 97. Mm-hmm. We made it to episode 97. We made it. 97 episodes. That's crazy. It's been fun. It's been good. And unfortunately, it's coming to an end. No, I'm just kidding. We've done this 97 times. Mm-hmm. Well, this will be our 97th time. We've done it 96 times. That's true. Yeah. For full full episode content. This Not has counting. gone way farther than I thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And it's been nice. And I'm sure, actually, as I, I was thinking about this earlier today. You know, we talked about what we're going to do for our 100th episode. And we'll have a live episode. Um, and I was thinking, just because last time we did the live episode, we had a... a whatchamacallit what's the word a topic to talk about um and i don't know if we'll have it i mean we'll see we'll see we might we had a topic yeah what did we talk about i I talked about stuff that i was learning in school oh okay um i think it was like following um was i think it was the whole like go forth and multiply and fill the earth kind of a thing i'm pretty sure i talked about that interesting through the through the scripture Remember? Because I shared it with our family because we did a small devotion oh, yeah. on Sunday night as well. That's right. Um, so I'm pretty sure it was that one. Anyways. What Maybe I was... we could do like a giveaway as well. A giveaway? What would we yeah. give away? Uh, we have a lot of books. <laughs> That's true. We have some we duplicates. Have so. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was that one that you got by the Bethel guy? <laughs> You're going to give that one away? Um, no, just well, Hannah has that one. She's yeah. reading it. That's right. That's right. She has it now. Did you only get one by him, Brian Johnson? No. You have other ones? No? That's not his name. Oh, what's his name? Bill. Bill. Bill Johnson. There you go. Brian, is he the... the... He's his son. There is a Brian Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just getting all confused. Sorry. (laughs) Is it Brian Houston is like Hillsong? I I don't know. think so. I could be totally wrong. If only there was like a connected series of tubes that we could ask <laughs> that would come up with some sort of an answer, you know, like some sort of an engine I that searches Brian things Houston. for you. I think so. Brian Houston is an Australian pastor and evangelist. He's a founder and pastor yep. at Hillsong Church based in Sydney with locations around the world. So I was getting him confused. Yes. Um, now, I know that Hillsong and Bethel are different churches. I understand that. Right. But. Their names are just similar. But they do partner together quite often. Oh, really? Yes. That's fun to put out albums together. I don't know about putting out albums, but they've done like no, conferences together. Share. Yeah. And then they, yeah, that that makes sense. You could bring in the big Christian bucks, have your quote unquote Hillsong. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> have your, your Hillsong band play and your Bethel band play. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Anyways, um, let's let's uh, wipe the dust off our shoes. And uh, what I was saying is that for our hundredth episode, what I was thinking is we could probably talk about like like reflect back on the podcast itself. At least that's what I was doing when oh. I was thinking about. Like I was thinking a hmm. hundred episodes, man, that would be cool. And we got a suggestion actually that we could do an AMA and ask me anything. 
Oh, yeah. Well, we did that too. Yeah. On, on yeah. We live. did that live. But let me put it out there now. And we haven't talked about this. So sorry. I'm just totally steamrolling you if you don't like this idea. But I'm totally down for an AMA. Um, yeah. If you want to get your questions in, you can submit them now. Like you can totally do it live. We'll be doing a live episode then. Um, stay tuned and we'll give you details yeah. on what time. I'm an open book. I mean, as long as it's, you know, an appropriate question. <laughs> an appropriate question, not inappropriate question. I will answer it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But so, so yeah, you can definitely ask us while we're, yeah, live. Yeah. But at the same, and I'm sure people will because people did last time and it was totally impromptu. Like no one even knew we were doing yeah. it until, you know, an hour before we did it. Um, that is interesting though. I I think it would be good to just sort of like, yeah, like look back on our podcasting yeah. because I was thinking about it the other day, um, just how we may have like, we may have, well, we probably have grown, you know, yeah. hopefully we have yeah. <laughs> since starting bit. this podcast. And so our views on certain things may have changed since we've recorded episodes on them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We have a total of 5,500 listens. That's pretty cool. So that's an average of what? 110 per episode? No, 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 no. Wow, my math is so wrong. <laughs> um, we're not to 100 yet. That would be 5.5. No, that would be 550. Oh my goodness. Math is, brain is terrible right now. Um, You're usually pretty good at math. You're just tired. Yeah. You didn't sleep very well last night. No, no. Because our son is not feeling well. And that's another thing, actually, I was thinking about, which is kind of funny. Like, two nights ago, I was thinking, man, it has been a while since any of us have gotten sick. I know. I was this thinking that, awesome. too. And then, boom. <laughs> and then the day after. Yay. Um, and it's not, well, it's not horrible sickness. Right. It's he just doesn't have that, a fever or anything yeah. like that. He's just... Congested. He has, yeah, he's congested. His nose is runny and his, like eyes are melting it like it's just it is the end of the world for him yeah. absolutely mm -hmm. um and i feel for him too like it's really annoying have being congested and having your nose run and it's mm -hmm. uncomfortable um and i'm sure he probably has a sinus headache so like that's true i get it it's annoying but so is his constant whining. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, but I just three. try to get, yeah, I try to keep in mind, like, he's three. This is the most pain he's ever felt in his life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Comparatively. <laughs> this is just literally the worst for him because this is the worst it's ever been. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's never been... He's never been super sick, thankfully, besides like little colds like this and stomach bug every now and again. They haven't had anything worse than that, thankfully. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty healthy, babes. Yes. <laughs> Love it. That's awesome. But yeah, so he wakes up every, well, no, last night. It was just last night. Last night he woke up two or three times. I think it was yeah. So, I think it was three. It was uh, it was kind of annoying, and it like was. every time, I was deep. I was in deep sleep. Mm -hmm. It just like shook me right out of it. So 
that was fun. But anyways, I'm not here to complain about my child <laughs> or complain that I have to be a parent to my child. Um, yeah, it, it, but it definitely, the frustration comes depending on what it is that he actually needs. Like if he needs to get up and go to the bathroom, okay, I can't fault him for that. Like I'd, I'd much rather he goes in the toilet than on his bed, right? which he traditionally has not done very often, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that stage never really came. Um, but when it's like, I can't find my stuffed animal that is right next to me that fell off <laughs> yeah. my bed. That's when I'm frustrated. I can't find it's my like, millions of tissues that are around me and under me and at my feet yeah, yeah. and literally all around me and I can't find one. Yeah. 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 But once again, he's three. Or I'm thirsty. And, yeah. And my cup is literally right next to my bed. <laughs> yeah. We should get him a little side table put everything well no i mean there, there's tons of stuff in his bed and he can yeah so anyways <laughs> this i didn't mean to turn this into a time of venting about our children um maybe we should get like a really dim little nightlight that that way he can see stuff yeah and not freak out because they're he can see them they're right there it's true it's not a bad idea all right so, enough about that. <laughs> <laughs> parenting tips. Yay. Um, okay, so uh, I was talking about episode 100. It could be kind of cool. Because when I was thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to hit 100 episodes, my mind went to a little bit of reflection of like, oh, man. Yeah, you know, like you, like we said when we started this podcast earlier. Um, like when a TV series does that like one episode where they – the clip like, show. Yep, where they look back on uh, all the other episodes. <laughs> uh, that would, you know, it's funny. Those are so annoying to me. <laughs> right. It's funny. That would actually take a lot more work than sitting down <laughs> and recording an episode because I'd have to go through hours and hours and hours of episodes to find yeah. clips. Uh, actually, I'd probably look at the episodes that we have and then just be like, oh, I want a clip from that episode. But still, that would that would still take hours to put together something like that. So no, thank you. <laughs> also, um, those are just really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like nothing new. Right. Um, so I'd rather our memories about the past than the actual past itself. Sorry guys, <laughs> go back and listen to them if you want. Just go do that. Cause <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. I don't, I don't yeah. I don't want to like listen to myself from then. I, I like to think that I've gotten a little bit more lax mm -hmm. than like cage stagey mm -hmm. when we first started, which is funny because I don't know. I definitely went through a cage stage at one point, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like I've had that for a while. But when I'm dealing with something new to me, I tend to get kind of that way, I guess, like passionate about it. And mm -hmm. yeah, you put a microphone in my face and I'm like, I'm going to tell you all of my thoughts. Sorry for hitting the table. Um, But yeah, I like to think that over the almost two years that we've been doing this, <laughs> I've gotten a little bit more laxed and level headed about things. I think you have. Yay. I think so. <laughs> 
um, maybe a different timeline than you <laughs> are advocating. But yes, I definitely think it has happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's true. Maybe that would be fun. Go back to like way early episodes and listen. I don't know. Like Eesh. if I'm looking for something in particular that I'm sure I could find it. But anyways, yeah, it could be cool. And I'm sure if we like listen back to certain topics that we talked about, we'd probably be like, oh, I should have said this about it. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the nature of the podcast. And and maybe this is like some of the conversations that we should wait until episode 100 to have. <laughs> um, but like I never envisioned this thing being any kind of like comprehensive teaching or even comprehensive overview of anything that we talk about. Right. Like. I've really always just wanted this to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so actually that's more Same. of what I want to reflect on. Um, because I think it's had effects. It, it's been good for us just to do it. Like, yeah. Even with no one listening. It's good to know that people are listening listening because then it forces me to to Keep doing not it. go off the rails. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's True. what I mean is like, you know, not... And not even like tone it down because yeah, I do we this. definitely speak more candidly yeah. when it when there aren't microphones in front right. of our face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I, I don't think that's a secret. We've we've talked about on other episodes. There are certain things that we won't say that we don't want recorded. That right, we're actually okay with saying. Just we don't want it recorded because yeah. it's not appropriate for every context. And right. That's what happens when you record stuff. So it gets played back in every single context. So, yep. um, Oh, I try and envision like people listening from a bunch of different places. Cause mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, we talk about stuff that happens in, you know, the reformed corners of the internet because right. it is pretty niche. Um, but that's like, you know, a lot of our, our social media kind of places that we hang out in, but that's really just kind of like online friends for the most part. And, and we have, we have good friends, um, who are also reformed. Like I, I like to say little r reformed and some that are capital R reformed. <laughs> um, but I like to think that you know, some people listening to this, not all of them are, and that's okay. Right. Like we, we talk, we talk about our church all the time on this podcast yeah. and, and our church is not, does not consider itself to be reformed. Our small group, like some of the people that we are very closest to, um, aren't, and that's right. okay. So yeah. I, so I, it forces me to think through like, cause there are things like, like you can be, the, when you have an understanding of what the person that you're talking to, um, if you had, you can take some things for granted when you're talking with certain people because mm -hmm. of like things that you've gone through together. Um, but I try to make it more broad when we're talking for the podcast mm -hmm. for this right now. <laughs> I'm right. talking about why well, am that's I talking why about I wanted to person? do this series. Yeah. Is because I wanted to open it up for, you know, every believer yeah yeah but even like when we did the the series on the five points of calvinism like i yes i certainly believe all of the five points but i also didn't want to come off like right this is only the truth and if you don't believe this like right you're this off is your rocker like what no. we believe in this is where that comes from yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, anyways, I'm sure we'll talk about that more in three weeks. That's crazy <laughs> that it's in three weeks. Um, but it's gonna go by fast. Yeah. But again, if you do have uh, questions that you'd like us to answer for that hundredth episode, there's tons of ways you can contact us. You can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me. You can hit us up on Instagram. Our handle there is so talk to me podcast. And then of course we have our Facebook page, which is so talk to me podcast where we share memes. It's pretty cool. <laughs> memes. Yeah. Memes, memes are good. Memes are good. It's one of the good things about the internet <laughs> are the memes. And GIFs. So, I love GIFs. Or GIF, good. whatever you want to say. They're good. I don't care. Choosy moms. Choose GIFs. All right. <laughs> so, how's your week been, Samantha? Um, You know, it's had its up and downs. Mm-hmm. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. Both um, of them. Yes. Today was nice because okay. it was like a high of 90 yeah, with like no humidity. So it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of y'all are probably like 90 degrees. What? <laughs> but yes, here in the end of July is usually like triple digits, yeah. f- 50% humidity. It's like death. So it <laughs> like- wasn't today (laughs) it wasn't today it was so nice and so we went outside and enjoyed the lord's beautiful creation Mm -hmm. um and i pruned back our fig tree yeah which was nice did you curse it i did not because it's bearing fruit good (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bearing a lot of fruit, it actually. It is bearing a lot of fruit. I saw in the fridge. Which is why I pruned it, because it's like, our fig tree is short, but like fat. Like, it was really wide. Mm-hmm. It had like a ton. Oh, it is sorry. growing out rather than growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So there was just like a ton of branches and leaves. Um. That didn't even have like any fruit on it or anything that was even like budding. So it was just, it was basically just like shading the fruit that was trying to grow that actually needs the sunlight. Yeah. So I just clipped all those back. And now I can actually see the figs that are there and that are ripening. So. But yeah, picked a lot of them today. Found a recipe for what was it called? Honey fig cake. It's like a interesting sheet cake with honey and fig. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but it sounded good. I was just trying to find I don't know, trying to find some sort of recipe for figs. I don't know that I'd never tried before. So. This seemed simple. So I'm going to try it. Sweet. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know, whenever you do a, um, not a jam, but like a spread or something like that, we'd never finish them, which is crazy. Because I like spreads. Because I don't buy bread very yeah. often. Because yeah. we don't eat it. It goes bad. Yeah. So, like, 
what are you going to spread jam on besides toast? Yeah. But if we don't have bread. <laughs> a tortilla. If you're white. That sounds weird. Putting jam on a tortilla. That sounds gross. I've done it before when I was a kid. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just bread in a different form. Mm -hmm. But like that just, yeah. It's not as satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not it's different you, you yeah fill that thing with meat because and cheese that's the way you do it mm -hmm. mm, mm. i want a taco right now and i'm not <laughs> even hungry like at all but we totally go for tacos because i'm only half white i'm half mexican taco so. taco taco if y'all could see josh he <laughs> he is very much, it's very evident right now that he is half white and half Mexican mm -hmm. because he has a super, <laughs> super bold farmer's tan. <laughs> like underneath the shirt sleeve, white. On the outside, brown. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, I was on my scooter for quite a while yesterday, but it still like blew my mind. Like I was on my scooter. I've never gotten sunburned from driving before. <laughs> this was the first time. And it was, it was because it's been nice, you know, like it yeah. wasn't particularly hot yesterday. So I, I didn't even notice it until I was at work, like almost getting ready to leave and I went to the restroom and I saw myself in the mirror and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what is going on here? And I noticed it because the bandage that I used, because I, I donated plasma yesterday and the bandage that I used that was on for a few hours in the afternoon um, left, left a tan line, a tan line <laughs> on my arm. And I'm like, what? I, I, that's, yeah. No, it's crazy. So, yeah, I'm kind of a bit of a zebra right now. Yeah, I was telling him earlier, gross. like, I want to take a picture of you and post it and be like, when you're half white and half Mexican. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. So, what about you? How's your week? How's your day, Ben? You know, besides your tan line. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, besides my tan line. No, that's like the biggest thing in my week right now, is my tan <laughs> line. No, I don't I don't care. Um, how's it been? It's been uh, weird. So I've been, I guess, my headspace. I've, I've been uh, thinking about work a lot. So actually, and I, I didn't even kind of go into it a few weeks ago. I remember mentioning that things at work were changing, but I never kind of talked about no, we did actually. Yeah, no, did. yeah we did. You okay. clarified yeah, that. That's right. I mean, that's you right. didn't say exactly. You at the time you didn't know exactly how your position was changing. Yeah, but you talked. That's right. About, yeah, that's right. You talked about it. Yeah, so I'm I'm sure there'll be more in the future. But um, part of it is that now I'm managing the church's website, and I haven't done that in. I I have not like messed with web language since like. Middle school, maybe high school. I learned some HTML back then. So um, I've been learning a lot. I've been like sitting in my office, which I do have an office now, and learning um, 
a lot lately. So um, that's kind of where my headspace has been. But not only that, um, so our our pastor is in Israel. I was going to say Ireland. (laughs) The other country that starts with an I um, is in Israel, along with another one of our pastors and some, um, some people on staff. And they they took a trip with actually his previous church, um, or the the church that he came from. That sounds weird to say previous, but regardless, um, they're they're in Israel for like a two week tour thing that they're doing. So um, one of the one of our other pastors was supposed to be preaching this past Sunday, and Saturday he hurt his back. So um, our worship pastor preached. And it's been all that to say, um, it's been a weird week because like all, I mean, we start, you know, prepping for Sunday. Like that's one of the first things we do, you know, Monday, Tuesday is really where we kind of hash stuff out. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even Monday, I'm kind of like setting up the rest of the week and my focus is usually on Sunday. Yeah. And so like not knowing who's going to preach and not know just yeah not knowing a lot about the coming week and, and like there were still even uh questions that i had up until this afternoon um it, it, so it's been an abnormal week we did not have very many meetings because there wasn't really much to say <laughs> um so it's it's been a little weird sorry you asked me how my week has been that has been like where a lot of my headspace has been it's just with work. Um, gotcha. But it's 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 good. It's just it's just different. It's not a bad thing. Um, it's just different. But always a challenge. It's fun. So that's All how right. my week has been. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And when we have interesting weeks, or when we're jumping into the unknown, just gotta remember the gospel. And hold tight to Jesus. Sorry, I was trying to think of a good segue, and yeah. I was I was trying. Yeah, I failed. I um <laughs> didn't want to. Sorry, didn't want to say anything there. <laughs> but uh, you know, well, let's let's put it this way, okay? Sometimes you know, sometimes things are up, things are down. You talked about how there's been upsides this week. There's been downsides. But um, I think what would really help us is some good news. Hey, hey, I like that. There we go. That was a okay segue, <laughs> so somewhat. But I mean, you 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 kind of pioneered the trail. I was just like catching catching your drift, going with it. So, anyways, Tokyo Drift. Uh, Tokyo drift. <laughs> yes, staying fast and furious. You know, never even seen that movie. Me. Ne- I've seen parts, but <laughs> let's regard- not get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, did you know? Have you seen the one that they're releasing? Let's not it's get a into spin-off it. Spinoff. Let's not get of into Fast it. and Furious. Let's not get into okay. it. Let's talk about the gospel. Okay, cool. The gospel. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about the gospel today. Um, yeah. So we're doing the series on what the basics of Christianity. What do we call it? The essentials. Yeah, like the core doctrines. Core doctrines. There you go. The core essential basics. Of you know the Christian. All faith. those adjectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the milk, mm-hmm. elemental things. Uh, yeah. So we talked about how Jesus is God last week. Yep. And this week we wanted to talk about the gospel, 
right? So why why did you want to talk about the gospel? Um, well, I thought that the gospel would be like a good next doctrine because you really can't have you can't preach the gospel without Christ's deity. Um, mm. So I wanted to do Christ's deity first and then talk about the gospel. Yeah. Um, so you, I mean, you pretty much already <laughs> defined it when you said good news. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Just the meaning of the term gospel. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, so gospel is the good news. What is that good news? Well, um, it, it, yes, it is good news, but it is also, um, it understand. So the, the term gospel, yes, rigidly defined into English, it's good news, but it actually had connotations of, um, an announcement of victory. So like a Roman gospel would be when Roman soldiers would would go out, they would conquer new territory, you know, push back the barbarians and whatever and conquer new territory. Well, then they would come back to, you know, Rome or wherever, to the, to the rest of the Roman Empire, and they would proclaim their gospel that they had conquered. Mm. So it was an announcement of victory. So yes, we, th- like rigidly, yes, it means good news, but it's, that good news is victory. It's not just like, something that'll make you happy it's like actually yeah no like the the person who's who's who this is talking about is has made victory like he has become victorious <laughs> i'm falling over my words here but it is <laughs> yeah it, it it's a, a a sense of conquering of gaining ground um And so it's like, it's tied to the concept of the kingdom of God, um, which, you know, really plays into the gospel as well. But that is a a huge concept that I guess we're not necessarily getting into today um, when we talk about the gospel. Um, So, sorry, your question, what is, (laughs) what is the gospel? Um, The funny thing when you ask what the gospel is, is that it is very large in scope yet at the same time it is very simple Mm -hmm. if that makes sense um and so that makes it slightly difficult to talk about everything that is encapsulated in the gospel right and yet at the same time we do want to be clear about the the basics Mm-hmm. All those words that I said earlier, the essence, the core <laughs> of what the gospel is. Um, because it's not something that you need, you know, a, a, a seminary degree to understand, right? It is God's um, proclamation that he has saved his people, right? And and what Jesus has accomplished. So, Sorry. Before I get into the weeds, what is the gospel? The gospel is, yeah, is the news that God has saved his people. And it is, um, so it, it encapsulates a lot of concepts like who God is, that God has authority over mankind, that man has sinned against God, 
and that God has redeemed mankind through Jesus, particularly through Jesus. Um, and I say mankind, his people mm-hmm. has redeemed his people out of um, man at large, mankind at large. Um, but he has redeemed, he has saved them that by um, believing uh, he will bring salvation, he will bring forgiveness of sins um, that he will. By believing that Jesus is Lord, right. that he died on the cross and was resurrected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he brings salvation, forgiveness. Right. And, uh, and his people will be with him for all of eternity. So there's a lot there, but that's, that's, that's the basics. Did I, did I cover that well? Was there something I forgot? Well, it's interesting because sometimes like when I hear people explaining the, or if you read like certain creeds, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times they will, um, mention his birth specifically being born of the Virgin Mary. Okay. Um, so like, I don't know. Do you think that we have to have that in there when we're proclaiming the gospel? Do you have to? No, I don't think so. Um, I think an understanding of who Jesus is, who he was on earth is required. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think a, an exhaustive understanding of who he was is required. Does that make sense? Yeah. So knowing that he was the Messiah, the one that the prophets foretold, the one whom God had promised um, to his people that would save his people, I think that needs to be understood. Um, but particularly that he was born of a virgin, no. But I do think, you know, talking about last week, his deity certainly needs to be in there mm-hmm. as well. Um, Jesus was not just a man who accomplished God's will, right? Um, but he was the son of God, God himself. What do you think? Are you, are you thinking that, that that ought to be that the virgin birth? I mean, I like to include it just because a lot of creeds do. Okay. Um. So, I don't know. I just see that as, you know, people who studied the word of God a, a lot more than I have mm-hmm. and, you know, spent their livelihoods studying it and proclaiming it, um, you know, put together these creeds and confessions and they have included that. So maybe I should too. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's like a dogmatic, you have to, or you're not preaching the actual gospel. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I do think that, like you said, the deity of Christ is something that needs to be represented within the preaching of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And that is one way that you can present that is that he was, you know, conceived um, through the power of the Holy spirit in through in a virgin, like immaculate conception being God's son. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you have to be careful with 
that term immaculate conception because to roman catholics that is actually that's the doctrine that mary was born sinless not jesus so oh. so we just have to be careful with that like well that's just um yeah well <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's you know that's that's their their doctrinal yeah and i get that well they, sorry don't want to go down that road don't want to go down that road uh we do not believe that um not getting into so, the apocrypha here or yeah wherever they get that from i'm i honestly don't even know but uh regardless so the as we're thinking about talking about the gospel what came to me in my you know little bit of searching obviously the gospel is something that because we're talking about the basics of christianity it is something that every christian ought to know and i yeah. think excuse me it's something that every christian ought to be able to communicate yes yes um if we're to go out and make disciples right right exactly um, I think it's because it's an, it's an essential, like it is something that every Christian knows, even if they're not able to articulate it. But I think we also ought to be able to articulate it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, when I was thinking about like, how do we want to kind of frame this? How do we want to talk about it? Because like I said earlier, it is the gospel is so central to everything we believe as Christians. Um, it is so easy to like take one point and talk about it for, you know, an hour and a half. Right. Um, and, and that's just like one little point. So, um, in trying to focus, like what are the, the core aspects of this, of this most central of doctrines, um, and being able to articulate it and how it's communicated in scripture. Where I went to primarily was the book of Acts mm. because that is after Jesus had accomplished his work on earth. And obviously. told the disciples to go out and make other disciples. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so this is the beginning of the church. This right. is the beginning of when, um, when, the truth of God was no longer just for a particular people, not that Israel didn't invite others in, but that Israel was his particular people. Now it is extended on, into gen, for Gentiles in particular as right. well, like the, the whole earth, like you talked about, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them... Um, Oh man, I forgot the end of that verse. <laughs> I feel dumb, but teaching them as well. Um, so, so I was focusing on Acts because I wanted to see, okay, what did these, what did the apostles, what did the very first Christians communicate to the people around them? Because they had seen what Jesus had done. So obviously they would be speaking the absolute basics, right? To people who didn't know the gospel that right. didn't understand what Jesus had done. Like this is, this is ground zero for the explosion of the church and right. bringing people into, um, into the church. So that's where I primarily looked was in acts. There's tons of, I mean, I mean, you, yeah, it, you can go to almost anywhere, especially in the New yeah. Testament, and it'll talk about aspects of the gospel, but that's Paul where I went. about it a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so, so I was taking a look at it from the standpoint of acts and, um, you see 
multiple times throughout Acts. I was just looking at the first 10 chapters, and um, I was looking at how the apostles spoke to people. They were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke um, and told of who Jesus is. Um, So we can jump into that if you want to, or if you have selected verses. I don't mind kind of... I mean, I have verses. They're all uh, after Acts, though, but... um... Also, just if you are wanting to study the gospel, there are four particular books within the Bible that are completely focused on Christ's uh, birth, life, death, and resurrection, Mm -hmm. which are the gospels. (laughs) Yeah, right. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, So... uh, I would recommend reading those yeah. if you want to study the gospel more, which the gospel is, you know, Christ's work, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and that's that's interesting. So, again, I don't want to get too, like, focus on just one point, but I think it is important that we say also um, that the gospel is something... Th- it is it is inherently tied to Jesus's work and his teaching as well. So mm-hmm. all that he taught on. Um, the reason I bring that up is because a lot of times in the sorry, I'm trying not to say American gospel um, because of in the, the movie. evangelical world, right, right. The gospel is is your own testimony. Maybe not necessarily that, but but it's something that is proclaimed and then like something that happens at one point in your life and then... Oh, yeah. It's it's not... Oh, yeah. I've heard the gospel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's not... Something. Just like, oh yeah, I repented once. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It was the it was the light switch moment and uh I you know, I flipped that switch right. kind of a thing. So now I'm a Christian, so it's okay. Like everything everything is fine now. Um where like you look at it in script again, I was focusing primarily in Acts, and you see it it is much it is a proclamation, yes, of what God has done and a uh it's certainly an invitation to an audience to respond to what God has done as well. But then you also see that it is a, it is a response. It requires a response that is ongoing and not just a one, one and done. You know what I mean? It's not right. just a single moment. Because we as Christians will often talk about, you know, when we were saved, that moment that we were saved. And uh, while I don't mean to diminish that because you do become a new creation right. at salvation, like don't don't get me wrong, I don't mean to diminish that. But at the same time, we grow into our salvation as well. Like we understand more of what Jesus has done. Um, like, yes positionally before God, we are clothed in Christ's yeah, righteousness. We're justified. Yes. But th- we also grow in grace throughout right. our life. Um, and th- th- that was one thing that continually came up as I was looking in Acts. Like, um, it is not just assumed that like, I'm going to preach this one thing, people are going to make a decision, and then I'm going to move on to the next place. Like, there was radical change that happened now, obviously, this was 
this was the beginning of the church. God was doing a doing some miraculous things where thousands of people were being saved at once. So, you know, you could attribute it to that. But I mean that there was there was change in the lives of these people that was ongoing. It was not just a, right. I had fuzzy feelings one night and then I went on living with the rest of my life. But me and God were cool. Like that's not the gospel. That that's not what happens with with repentance and belief right. that it requires an an ongoing life change does that make sense and i don't mean required in the sense that like you need to muster it up well I but if that, you have the holy spirit he is going to continually exactly, change you exactly you will produce fruit right in one way or another um so anyways uh th- again i'm th- I'm taking one <laughs> aspect and running with it. So I'm trying not to do that, trying to give more of an overview kind of um, of what the gospel is and why it's so central to our belief. Did you have something you wanted yeah. to share? Um, well, I just wanted to read, uh, there are a few, well, several verses. Um, but uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, Paul says, now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which you also received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, as of first importance, what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures, mm-hmm. and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. And this is probably going to take a while, but I also wanted to read Isaiah 53, because that's where I think Paul is referring to in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, bef- before you jump in there, just because... Um, that's that's kind of the thing that stuck out to me also is that he multiple times said according to the scriptures right um i think his reference yes he could be specifically referencing isaiah but i think he's referencing like all the entirety of the old testament right how (laughs) all of the prophets pointed to jesus and how jesus was the fulfillment of what had been prophesied and that too i think that goes to my earlier point of like understanding who Jesus is and that this is something that we continually kind of learn, right? Is this, this is something that we, that we continue to see. It is such a huge concept of like the culmination of all of God's working in history in human history up to Mm -hmm. that point was seen in Jesus. Um, So yes, Isaiah 53. Yeah. I was reading this earlier this week and was just like, I mean, how many times have I read this, right? Yeah. But like, I was just blown away at how how clearly the gospel is just represented in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there are certainly like little pieces throughout, you know, like we talked about the story of, uh, Abraham taking uh, Isaac to be sacrificed. You know how that was sort of like a glimpse of mm-hmm. um, of what God was going to do through Christ. Um, 
but like this just completely like lays out everything <laughs> that's gonna happen yeah <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> like so vividly and clearly um that was just i was just blown away by it anyways um so isaiah chapter 53 who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the lord been revealed for he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground he has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him nor appearance that we should be attracted to him he was despised and forsaken of men a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and like one from whom men hide their face he was despised and we did not esteem him surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken smitten of god and afflicted but he was pierced through for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the chastising for our well-being fell upon him and by his scourging we are healed all of us like sheep have gone astray each of us has turned to his own way but the lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall upon him he was oppressed and he was afflicted yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers so he did not open his mouth by oppression and judgment he was taken away and as for his generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke was due his grave was assigned with wicked men yet he was with a rich man in his death because he had done no violence nor was there any deceit in his mouth but the lord was pleased to crush him putting him to grief if he would render himself as a guilt offering he will see his offering he will prolong his days and the good pleasure of the lord will prosper in his hand as a result of the anguish of his soul he will see it and be satisfied by his knowledge the righteous one my servant will justify the many as he will bear their iniquities therefore I will allot him a portion with the great and he will divide the booty with the strong because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. Man, oh man. I was trying not to cry while I was reading that. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, still trying not to. Yeah, wow. That's uh, that's so cool that that was written hundreds of years before, before? Jesus yeah, even right? 
came to earth. I mean, it's such a blatant um, prophecy. Like, who else could have accomplished that? You know, again, we talked about it last week, but a, a mere man could not have done that. It had to have been Jesus. It had to have been the God-man right? Um, in order to bear the sins of many and and I mean even even to like I'm thinking the Israelites whom this prophecy was given, like clearly they understood this is not the, you know this is not the goat that we sacrifice, you know this is not the um the day of atonement the slaughter that happens at the day of atonement that covers our sin, right? right? Um, it, that now yes that's a picture of who Christ was, but that didn't actually accomplish. Uh, the the wiping away of our iniquities, the paying the penalty for our sins, um, that merely pointed towards the true um, gift that Jesus was on earth. Yeah, and and his work, the good news that he accomplished on our behalf. Yeah, definitely. That's man, it's good stuff. It is good stuff. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something, but it's like a totally different topic. So I don't really want to get it. <laughs> I was going to say that <laughs> reading that made me think, um, like, I don't understand how you can read that and not believe in covenant theology. Because mm. obviously, like, Isaiah knew and had faith. Anyways. I'm, we're not going to get into covenant theology and dispensationalism right now. So, yeah. <laughs> anywho, um, also Galatians one, three through five says, "Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins, so that He might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever." Amen. Um, another thing about um, the gospel is that it has to be this pure gospel that we're talking about. Otherwise, it doesn't save, right? If there, if it's a different gospel, mm -hmm. like if it's a gospel that doesn't include Jesus being God, mm -hmm. then that's a different Jesus altogether. Paul, Paul speaks about this very, um, very, what's the word? Strongly? Mm -hmm. I think there's a even stronger word that could probably be used, but... <laughs> The, he's, Paul says in Galatians uh, chapter 1, uh, verses 6 through 9, I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. 
as we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why we say this is an essential doctrine. Right. Like this is, the, the I mean, the gospel is the core of Christianity. I, I say that Jesus is the center of Christianity. Right. The gospel is what Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Right. Yeah. If you get if you get the gospel wrong, like you said, it's a it's a different Jesus. And Jesus, you know, Jesus had said he's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Him. Yeah, that, um, and that's that's actually, if you don't mind me, it kind of veering back. That that's another interesting thing about the gospel proclamations and acts is that, um, one of the things that that the apostles make clear, um, to the Jewish audience that they preach to, is that they crucified God's messenger. Like they, this was the person that, um, the, the God's Messiah, the one whom the prophets had been pointing towards. Right. Like, like you knew that God had continuously prophesied that the Messiah was coming and you killed him. Mm-hmm. Like you are guilty of his blood. And not only did you kill him, you you killed him because you rejected him. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so when you, if you reject Jesus, you're rejecting Christianity. Well, you're rejecting um, God. Right, right. There is no way to the Father. I mean, Jesus said, Jesus. yeah, himself, like, you do not believe me because you are not of my Father. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so it's very important. Again, the gospel is such a huge concept that I was even a little intimidated to, to talk about <laughs> it tonight. Um, but at the same time, like, like I said, starting off is that it, it is also simple. Mm-hmm. It's something that anyone can understand, right? God didn't make it so that only the most learned, you know, it's not the secret knowledge you have to you know, go through seminary in order to understand what's happening. Like the depth of what Jesus has accomplished, we are never going to to plumb that depth mm-hmm. because because um, we don't under we can't fully understand God. But but it's exciting. It means that there's always more to learn, always more to see about God's perfect plan. Um, yet at the same time, it is simple enough that we are. Um, accountable to the creator of the universe Mm -hmm. and we have blood on our hands and we need a savior to wash that away and jesus was that savior and is that savior yes yes um yeah speaking about what he accomplished on earth right that is what um is able to because he has done that um, we are able to partake in that through faith right yeah it's the gospel isn't something that we do. Mm-hmm. It's what Christ has already done for us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a quote by Michael Horton that goes, I might be butchering it, goes something like, the law tells us what we should do or something like that, but the the gospel tells us what Christ has done for us, us 
I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important, especially um, with just the popularity of um, within evangelicalism of just saying stuff like Jesus loves you or, you know, when you're going out and evangelizing, like you're just telling your own testimony. Mm-hmm. Um which those things aren't bad, but they're also not the gospel. So like just saying yeah. Jesus loves you isn't the gospel or just saying your own testimony isn't the gospel. You can include the gospel in those things <laughs> and <Yeah>. you should. <laughs> um, but those things within themselves aren't the gospel and we shouldn't rely on them to change people because they're not going to without the gospel mm-hmm. because the gospel is what has the power to save. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. We can, we can use our testimony. Our testimony is a gift certainly um, to talk about what Jesus has done, but we do need to be clear on what the gospel is, not just that Jesus gives you these cool things. Like look how messed up I was and now I'm better, Jesus can make you better too. Like, right. Yeah. (laughs) Yes and no. (laughs) You know, like, yes, in in an eternal, like, sinful state, but not in a way that, like, just promises good things for people. Right. Like, yes, eternally good things. Yes, because God loves you. Like, the favor of God is on his people. Like that is an amazing thing, but it's not a, um, it doesn't necessarily correlate to earthly prosperity. Right. (laughs) Or most of the time it doesn't. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So this is actually how that quote goes Mm -hmm. (laughs) from Michael Horton. The law tells us what to do. The gospel tells us what God has done for us in Christ. There you go. It's much better than what I said. Yeah, so along with kind of that idea of of testimony, I want to share something from Acts. So this this is where um some of the apostles were arrested and they were brought before like the Jewish leaders, the council. Mm. And they they the priests were basically telling them, "Hey, shut up. Like stop <laughs> stop doing what you're yeah. doing." Um, So this is Acts 5. I'm going to start in verse 29. But Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. And then this is this is like their simple gospel presentation. The God of our fathers raised Jesus, whom you killed by hanging him on a tree. God exalted him at his right hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. So it's not that they were devoid of their own part in it. He said that we're witnesses to these things, you know, like, look, like you can see the effect that this has had on us. And we can testify like this is true to Mm -hmm. the truth of what God has done. Yet that was almost not entirely, but it was overshadowed by what God had accomplished, right? 
and the, and they talk about you killed him by hanging him on a tree. They talked about the sinfulness of mankind. Mm-hmm. They talked about how God um, exalted Jesus. How Jesus um, came. He was the savior. He came to bring repentance and forgiveness of sins to Israel. I mean, all these in, in just a couple sentences. Like you know, the writer Luke, the writer of Acts. I'm sure Peter may have expounded upon these things a bit more, <laughs> yeah. but he condenses it down into a couple sentences to say mm-hmm. like like this is this is the gospel that they presented even to the people that were telling him to shut up and and i do think it's it's particularly uh jewish if that makes sense because some of the things that they said the god of our fathers raised yeah. jesus like they were using loaded terms if that mm-hmm. they were using terms that were full of meaning that their audience could understand right so you look at later in acts when they do speak to the gentiles they don't talk the same way they do talk about how you know he was the he was the one who was prophesied but it's not with an assumption that they that you can that they would understand what all that that means like to a jewish audience who has you know studied the the torah Torah, yeah um they would understand what all that meant they would understand who the prophets were so so when the apostles said that you are just like those who killed the prophets um who pointed towards jesus you you were just like your fathers who killed those prophets and you killed jesus um then they that was a uh a huge insult triggered (laughs) yeah to those that were (laughs) supposed to be leading god's people spiritually in that day um yeah, so so I do think there's definitely an aspect, and now we're getting off into sharing the gospel, which is again slightly different than kind of what we wanted to talk about to today. Um, but it does, I mean, it does include an awareness of who you're talking to, right? Yeah, you know, you, you speak to different people mm-hmm. differently, but the the essentials are sin, an understanding of sin, yeah. of the goodness of God, of who Jesus was of um the forgiveness that he offers salvation that he offers and um and how like it i love how we are called christians like followers of christ right again what i said earlier it, it denotes not a one-time check a box off but saying that you are a follower of christ denotes an entire change lifestyle in yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly a change of identity right um that you no longer live for yourself mm-hmm. right um so that I, I can't even remember the context but I, I i know that dr uh james white has said it before like it's an oxymoron to to call someone a selfish christian like those are two opposite directions to be about yourself and about jesus mm-hmm. and following jesus like you fought those are two opposite things yeah um so not we that, can definitely be selfish yes as Christians. Yeah, yeah and not that we don't mess up but i'm yeah. but those are fundamental um oxymorons yeah we can be oxymorons uh <laughs> <laughs> we can be morons yes exactly <laughs> um yeah so okay anyways uh again don't mean to go veer too far off from what we were trying to say and hopefully i mean hopefully we've been clear on what the gospel is so far um there are just so many different places that we can yeah. take this i mean i think I scripture it. is pretty clear yeah yeah and it it is interesting too um to go to look at the different accounts again 
I went to Acts because I wanted to see the early church and what they what they proclaimed as the mm-hmm. gospel. Um, because they weren't talking to like a lot of Paul's letters. Um, he's he, talking to all like already established churches. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they would have an understanding. So even when he talks about um, if anyone preaches to you another gospel, mm-hmm. you know, there's the assumption there. I preach to you the true gospel. You right. know what the true gospel is. Um, not that there's not that there's anything wrong with that. But I wanted to go to like, okay, what did the apostles say? to an audience who didn't know what the gospel yeah. was, what was there, how did they condense it um, to try and and th- take everything else off of the periphery mm-hmm. and get to just the core of what the gospel is. All that peripheral stuff is very important, um, but it's something that comes, again, with the growth in grace. Um and also, I think that's important because as evangelical Christians in America, the term gospel is just bogged down by so many different things. Yeah. Um, d- depending on who you talk to, anything can be a gospel issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to be careful when yeah. we say that. Um, because Beca- that... Oh, that? sorry. Well, uh, because when we stamp something as a gospel issue... We're saying that it is a fundamental primary issue. Right. And if you're placing that upon something that's actually a secondary issue, you're making a secondary, a primary, and essentially calling brothers and sisters in Christ heretics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then if someone doesn't agree with you on that issue, like you're... You're saying they're not Christians? Right. Like, if they don't have the gospel, if, again, Paul uses very strange, uh, strange, very strong, strong language yeah. that if it's Accursed. not the gospel, yeah. <laughs> they are And to be he accursed. repeats it. <laughs> yep. He's like, get this, yeah, hold the gospel tight, tightly. Uh, this is the, this is the very core. And so, um, so we have to be careful. And that's why I wanted to, to, again, just focus on what the essential parts of the gospel are. Yeah. There's a lot more that's very important um, that are secondary to th- what is included in the gospel, mm-hmm. um, especially with a presentation like that. And and that's why also, like, it's funny talking about core doctrines of the faith and then coming to the gospel because it's like it, en- it encapsulates so many other things. Because like we talked about last time, the deity of Christ, and we've mentioned it multiple times, that is inherent in how um, in how you are to present the gospel. Yeah. In in your understanding of the gospel, you need to understand that Jesus was God. Um, otherwise, the gospel doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, well, and also like next week we'll be talking about um, grace alone, salvation by grace. Okay. Um. And if you don't understand the deity of Christ or don't believe that Christ is God, mm-hmm. then you don't have faith in the Jesus of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Do you have any final thoughts on the gospel? Uh, um no i don't think so (laughs) yeah i i had lots of um 
lots of different passages in Acts, um, but I don't necessarily, we don't need to go through all of them. I think, I think I've said basically what I, what I wanted to say. So, um, but yeah, I would encourage, again, I just read through, I didn't read through all of it, but like kind of skimmed through the first 10 chapters of Acts. Mm -hmm. So I'd encourage you listener to do that as well just to remind yourself of the truth of the gospel and what these core elements are read Um, the gospels yes yes the yeah read what the prophets had to say what they prophesied basically just read your whole bible Bible. (laughs) (laughs) because it all kind of points like (laughs) old testament points forward to it new testament points back towards it Mm -hmm. the implications of it yep it's uh yeah it's really the center it is what christ is the center yeah so good stuff all right and that is the gospel truth (laughs) the gospel truth i think i just got the episode title um so (laughs) (laughs) that is one of the best disney soundtracks yeah because it's mm -hmm. amazing it is it is good that it's interesting the way like i would like to know how they decided to go with for lack of a better term gospel music for a greek well, essentially, it's based on a Greek tragedy, but the story it's of all Hercules, mixed, but it's yeah. more of a comedy in the in the uh, Disney telling of it. But it's just interesting, like, you take Greek stories and... Well, it's not all Greek mythology, though. It's also mixed with um, Norse, isn't it? No. Some Norse and some Greek? No. No? No, it's just oh. Greek mythology. Oh, I thought it was, like, mixed. No. Mixed up. No. Norse is like Thor and Loki and Zeus. Or no, not Zeus. Excuse me. Zeus is Greek. Um, <laughs> uh, but why there were some, of... who was it? Maybe it wasn't Norse. It was something else. The Romans took the Greek gods and renamed them. So Hades is Pluto. Um, uh, Zeus is Jupiter. Um. And that that's actually... Because Hercules wasn't a Greek god, was he? His name was not. So so Hercules' mom is Hera. Right. So the Greek version... So the Disney movie uses all of the Greek names mm-hmm. for the gods. Um, and Hercules is the Roman version. The Greek version, his name was Heracles because he was named oh, after okay. his mom. That's probably Hera. what I'm getting confused with yeah okay so so they used his roman name while they used the greek names for everyone else um like what is um oh geez the the guy the, the dude who moves really fast he's got the the shoes with the with the oh uh, with the little wings fly. yeah uh i don't remember oh my gosh it's, it's been so long crazy. since i've since i've um uh, studied like Greek mythology and stuff like because I used to stinking love that when I was a kid. Um, so Greek mythology is the one that I'm most familiar with, Greek mm-hmm. and Roman because they're the same. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, the Roman version, he's Mercury. Um, oh, gotcha. But uh, I can't think of Hermes. Hermes, Hermes that's his there name. You go. Hermes yes, yes, yes. is the is the Greek name for him. Um, and there's lots of like Neptune and Poseidon. Mm. Uh, Poseidon was Greek. Neptune is is uh, Roman. So a lot of the planets we got Roman. Yeah. So anyways, 
Yeah, a little factoid about Hercules. Big diverge from... Yeah. <laughs> we watched... Um, there was a Hercules cartoon show. We watched that oh, yeah. a lot. Uh-huh. We, we taped it on one. VHS. So we had a couple, at least three different VHSs full of Hercules the cartoon. Nice. Um, yeah, I was way into Greek mythology. I think I think it's just my dad. I think I got it from my dad. He's a bit of a nerd, <laughs> and I'm a nerd too. Um, so... Yeah, I like that stuff yeah, yeah. a lot. So if we're getting into Recos now, totally recommend yeah. that soundtrack. It's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of gospel, <laughs> do you like gospel music? Um, no, but it's it, it's a strangely good fit. Like, it's so weird. I, I wonder how they got to that point on paper. Who put the gladi- gladiator Hercules? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such a good soundtrack. Yeah. Because, yeah, 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 the muses were a thing mm-hmm. um, in the mythology. So so I guess that maybe that's maybe that was the connection is like because there are muses, like multiple muses. And so they were like, choir. Okay, what can we do with a choir? Black gospel choir. I guess maybe. That's probably. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just making stuff up. Anyway, now I want to watch that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Disney Good movies. Stuff. I like it. Anyways. Yeah. So, any other recos? <laughs> um, the only one that comes to mind is a band that I found recently that oh. I really like. You were you were um I was listening to him the the other morning and you asked me about him. The um, one that sounded like Circa? Yes. Yeah, it's like I I would say they're a combination of like Circa Survive and Dance Gavin Dance, which if you don't know who they are, I know it's a freaking weird band name. Um <laughs> but they do they do get a little screamy at times but don't let that scare you away because it's not overly like that's not everything the guy can actually sing and he can sing pretty well um but it's a band called dwellings they just put out their first album um and it is good stuff i highly recommend it and then that led me to i was listening to playlists on spotify i was listening to a um what i would consider a ridiculous amount of japanese music today uh, and I just, I just mean Japanese bands. They were like Japanese emo bands. Okay. They were really good, like math rock emo bands that were really good. Like the music was so good that I didn't care that I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> so. Which may not be a good thing. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, they, they could have been, you know, just like screaming profanity the whole time. There actually wasn't screaming. Most of it was female vocals. I mean, Women can scream too, but just they just <laughs> usually don't. Um, but yeah, that was the cabs, and what was the the other one had um uh, had kind of a weird name that I can't think of. It was yeah, it sounded so like so. If the name you're of a into fruit. that, yeah, there you go. Music, I like music, I dig music, I dig and I'm on music. drugs. Sorry, that was almost a reference to almost famous. Yeah, I'm not actually yeah. on drugs, promise. I rarely Anyways. take drugs, okay, yeah. Did you have any recommendations? No. Okay, cool. Well, then we're done because we've, yeah, obviously we've kind of been rambling for a little bit. Yeah, and this is a long episode. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, um, till next time, till episode 98, go talk with your spouse. Have a good conversation. Think about something that you've been interested in that is really, um, you know, you've been thinking through and just have a conversation with your spouse. Do it. Go do it. It's always good. Yeah. And with that, adieu.